I'm longing for dear old Broadway Longing for dear old town Yes, I'm longing to stroll on Broadway Watching the world go round Take me back where the boys all know me Back where the girls all bow Hi, and welcome to our jam-packed episode of NC Theatre Stories. Normally, we have an announcer, a fake audience, me doing a silly skit, but this episode is just too packed for any of that, so we're going to get right into it. In just a moment, we will be speaking with Rachel Caston of the Women's Theatre Festival about their upcoming WTF karaoke musical being performed at the Wicked Witch Bar in Raleigh, North Carolina. After that, at 12.20... We will chat with Sean Malone about Carrie Playwright's Forum's upcoming show, Bar Play 4.0, happening right now at Fortnite Brewing in Cary, North Carolina. Tomorrow, expect a review from us of Fayetteville's Cape Fear Regional Theater's current production of Peter Pan and the Starcatcher. We're sorry, it's running a bit late. I'm going to go ahead and blame the election. Oh, and I hope you voted. If you haven't already... I don't know, run. <laughs> uh, you, you might have a few minutes left, I don't know. Anyway, first let me introduce Rachel Caston, producer with the Women's Theatre Festival of Raleigh. On November 10th, they will be holding a special fundraising event called the WTF Karaoke Musical at the Wicked Witch Bar in Raleigh. Please welcome Rachel Caston. And now for my karaoke version of... Katy Perry's Roar. I used to bite my tongue and hold my breath, scared to rock the boat and make a mess. So I sat quietly, agreed politely. I probably... I've never heard this song before. I should probably... Okay, I'm gonna still go. I stood for nothing, so I fell for everything. You had me down, but I got up. I already... Let's just bring Rachel in. This is, this is embarrassing. Hi, Rachel, and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, James. First off, I need to to for for those unfamiliar, I, I'm 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 pretty sure a lot of people are unfamiliar because this isn't this isn't something that most theaters do. Um, you guys are doing a karaoke musical. Well, how does that work exactly? <laughs> yeah, so we wanted to give people the opportunity to uh, have that high of performing on stage, singing in a musical, but without all of that pesky audition and rehearsal stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, so basically we invited people. We said, if you want to participate, you name your song, you can create your character if you want. Um, and Ashley Popio, our artistic director will write you into the musical Um, And there's nothing to memorize, no rehearsals. You show up and the uh, script will be on the screen in front of them as they as they perform. Oh, wow. So so she she's written she's written a musical, but but these people are not seeing the script before they they perform in it. There's no rehearsal or anything. This is correct. Yes. Oh wow! So, so what? What are these songs? Are these are these show tunes? Are these classic show tunes? Or are these just any? You know, 
it is a it is a really uh, broad, uh, uh, diverse group of songs. So we've got um, I Hate Men from Kiss Me Kate. We have a piece <laughs> that is a German aria um, from an opera. We have um, some pop songs. So it's really whatever anyone dreamed up that they wanted to perform on stage in front of an audience. <laughs> So, so are the are these uh, is this is this a cohesive story where the characters are connected, or these sort of individual soliloquies, or so it is, it is a cohesive story. Yes. Wow. Well, this is this is very ambitious on your part. So how how many? Yeah. Do... So go on. Oh no! So Ashley is is a very creative soul, which obviously is why she is the artistic director for Women's Theater Festival. Mm. Um, and she, this was totally her brainchild and she has been working very hard to integrate all of these into a real show. Oh, wow. So, so how many performers are involved? Will, will people, uh, I mean, obviously they're, they're already chosen at this point uh, who, who's going to perform because they had to tell you ahead of time what songs they want to sing. Yeah, so there are going to be 20 singers. Oh, wow. So so are there any songs where they all sing together, or is that like a surprise? Am I... <laughs> um, I have been informed that there is a finale um, where they will be singing together. I don't know the details of said <laughs> finale, but I understand there is a grand finale. Cool. Can, can you tell us a little about the space you guys are performing in? Because the Women's Theater Conference, if I'm, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, you, you guys, uh, it's, you're a theater, but at the same time, you, you don't have a, 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 a I guess a venue or an auditorium all your own? True. Or? True. So Women's Theater Festival, we've sort of always been a, a nomadic, uh, theater company. Um, performing in different parts of the triangle. We're very, very excited because the Wicked Witch, which is, um, it's a club bar performance space in downtown Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are our first ever full season sponsor. So we're going to be doing actually multiple events in that space um, throughout uh, this year and into the summer, um, including one of our main stage festival shows is going to be performed at the Wicked Witch as well. Oh wow, that's that that is awesome. Yeah, um so so I I I noticed in the description of the event uh there was a mention of how uh, women's voices have been silenced in in I guess yeah. recently but I, I throughout history. Uh is this is this uh is this show part of of the resist movement? Is this a, a, a uh... <laughs> Um, I, I don't think you could say that this show is specifically part of that movement, but certainly everything that Women's Theater Festival does um, is part of the women's movement for equality and, and for parity, um, both in the arts and in general. Um, and I think um, one of the things as we were putting all of this together, um, the Kavanaugh hearings and Dr. Christine Blasey Ford um, testifying, uh, being so brave and, and speaking up for so many survivors of sexual assault. And when we were having our, our initial production meetings, a lot of us were so touched by this and so driven to make this successful 
Um, in part because of that, because we felt that people need to hear women, believe women, hear women's voices. And so out of that came this idea of, well, let's celebrate loud women, um, uplifting women's voices, and you will hear us no matter what. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is, is the part of the episode where, uh, and I've been doing this for the past few weeks, where I remind our listeners, go vote. But <laughs> Yes, go vote. So um, now you're not performing in this. Uh, you are, are, are strictly, you're on the production side of things. However, yes, there's a reason that I produce. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite karaoke? Uh, you have a standard to go by that, that you, you will sing at karaoke. Um, you know, surprisingly, I've only been to karaoke a couple of times, and I think I was dragged there. But I <laughs> guess if I had, if I had to pick something, um, it would probably be Amy Winehouse's Rehab. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a great one. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I I can't speak to how how it might personally impact your life, but it's it's generally a great right. song. It's a fun it's a fun song and another you know loud woman. It's a song of rebellion. That's for certain. Yeah. <laughs> so now uh, these these performers are are these performers from from the the established theater community? Are these people who are sort of new to theater or new to performance? Yeah, so what's exciting is it's it's a bit of a mix. We have um, some performers who have um, been seen on stage in previous Women's Theater Festival productions. Um, we have some performers who sort of performed in the area, but maybe, you know, had kids and didn't really have time to come back to it recently and, and are taking advantage of that. And then we have a couple who uh, have never performed. I wouldn't consider themselves performers, but are being mm. good sports. <laughs> awesome. Now, I would ask you to name drop. However, there are 20 performers. Uh, are, are there some yeah. theater veterans who, who, who people might know? Um, so we have Nick Popio, who, um, in addition to, to being known as the husband of <laughs> Ashley Popio, um, has also appeared in, in multiple shows around the Triangle. Um, we also have Candace Hescock, who uh, I had the privilege of producing in these Shining Lives this past summer. I'm thrilled to see her back on stage. So, yes, we have a, we have a nice group. Nice. Yeah, well, uh, I would thank you so much for taking out the time to speak with us. This sounds like it's going to be a really exciting show, and I hope people uh, people go out and uh, and. Yeah, you know, participate or, 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 well, I guess you already have participators, so you just need people to come fill those seats and, and see the show. Now, this is a, uh, this is a fundraiser, am I correct? It, it is a fundraiser. So we're expanding to more of a year round, uh, operation. So hmm. we, we used to be exclusively a summer theater festival. Um, now we're trying to do a little bit more. Um, so raising enough money to actually pay people um, is part of that. We are really, really proud that this past summer we were able to pay every single one of our artists. Um, and we spent, I, I want to say it was over $15,000 um, that we were able to pay women uh, behind the scenes, performers, um, directors, everyone. Um, and so we want to keep being able to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, and this is one night only. So Saturday, November 10th, 8 p.m., come on out and we'll have tip jars and there'll, there'll be some audience interaction, um, certainly. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much, and uh, break break all the legs. <laughs> Thanks so much, James. All right. They tried to make me go to rehab. I said no, no, no. Yes, I've been black, but when I come back, no, no, no. My next guest is a producer named Sean Malone who is in the midst of an ambitious continuation of the Carrie Playwrights Forum project, Bar Plays 4.0, which began its run on November 6th and will run until November 8th. So if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, get them right now. Don't even need to listen to the interview. Just get the, get the, get, get the tickets. The show is taking place at Fortnite Brewing in Carrie, North Carolina. Please welcome Sean Malone. Thank you and welcome to our show. Uh, first off, what can you tell us about Bar Plays 4.0? Um, well, this is our fourth year um, for doing Bar Plays. Uh, we will be performing um, at Fortnite Brewing. Uh, it's a brewing house in uh, Cary, North Carolina. Uh, it is our third year there. And it's a, a festival of uh, short plays, uh, roughly 10 minutes each. We have seven um, seven plays uh, for this festival. And they're all written by uh, local pr- playwrights from uh, somewhere in North Carolina. Awesome. So so I have to ask this because it was the first thing to pop into my mind was, why not name it Bar Shows 4.0? It rhymes. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Yeah, this well, um, the the original uh, uh, production was a bar play, uh, and it was a series of just a few short ten minute plays that were written, and it became popular. So we we decided to open this up to uh, more submissions, and it just becomes more and more popular. So they're all plays that are written um, about patrons or uh, some activity going on within. A bar setting so we set the plays in a bar and we perform in a bar oh cool so how um uh, how how long is is this show is this a is this a two-act show is there we uh is it seven acts yes, we, <laughs> um yeah we we do um each each play is roughly 10 minutes a piece and we split it kind of in the middle we have about uh, uh four shows or i'm sorry three shows in the first act and then four shows on the um, uh, second part of it, uh, there's a quick little 10 minute intermission. Um, since we're performing in a bar, you know, patrons can go ahead and, and get, you know, refills on their beer and, and enjoy the, the atmosphere there. So we have a quick little 10 minute in, uh, intermission, but usually we are um, about an hour and a half, um, hour uh, 40 minutes uh, is the entire production. Okay. Uh, we, we've kind of expanded on the number of uh, plays that we've uh, included. I think the first year we had roughly four or five, and this year and last year we have uh, seven uh, in plays included in the in the festival. Cool. And, and, and this sounds like kind of a big project. Uh, how many performers are involved? 
Uh, we have roughly 20, 21 actors um, involved, and each play is directed by a different uh, director. So we have seven um, seven individual directors, and they uh, typically um, rehearse their individual plays um, with you know not within the group. So it's they're, they're all uh, rehearsing individually, and then we come together the week before and do some run-throughs and. Uh, a final dress rehearsal to kind of put it all together. So it takes a lot of, um, you know, a lot of work up front, and then it, it's it's a three night show. So we we have a lot of fun, and um, we've we've been very successful at Fortnite over there and carry. <laughs> so are are these all comedies, dramas? Is it a little bit of both. We have this. Uh, we have a little bit of both. And um, this year we have. Um, a couple of dramas and a couple of comedies. Um, we have uh, a comedy that includes some aliens um, <laughs> trying to pick up some humans at a bar. Um, we also have a, a comedy about um, superheroes going on a blind date. <laughs> um, and we, yeah, that one's that one's really fun. And um, we have a, a, a couple of dramas. We have a drama between uh, a relationship between a, a father and, and daughter trying to reconnect and then mm. a, um, a drama about a woman who is um, you know out on dinner trying to have a dinner date and has an uninvited guest who kind of connects her to her past and uh, um, very moving piece and uh, you know it's a good combination of comedy and drama a little bit of everything for everybody we've got aliens and we've got superheroes so it's a cool <laughs> year so uh, are the actors allowed to drink as well is this um usually i make that uh let, let the directors uh make that call but uh they <laughs> if, if, you know it's a 10 minute play so hopefully they won't be you know drinking too much um in 10 minutes but um yeah usually the the director gets to that choice we do give them the option of you know if their scene requires some kind of beverage um, mm -hmm. we do have alternative options if they prefer yeah i knew this actor who uh and i'm not going to name names of course who who he had this this one big performance in the middle of the show, and I guess he had nerves because he hadn't he hadn't done he hadn't been on stage for a long time. So every time before he'd go out, he'd like take a huge shot of alcohol uh, liquor, and uh, and unfortunately the other actors could smell it on him. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've I've worked in the theater for a few years, and I know there's some people who do that, and um, you know there's the shows that I've I've worked on where you know they do like a little shot of something before you get on stage just to kind of calm the nerves mm -hmm. um, but yeah <laughs> so so uh, I'm I'm trying to picture this there's not a stage these actors are act at the bar am I correct or yes um, yeah we we kind of have a we've uh, created a little staged area mm -hmm. um, against the wall and uh, we have the chairs lined up so that everyone's kind of facing and mostly that direction, but, uh, uh, yeah, it is within the bar and, uh, it's a small space. So we're kind of limited to the, you know, like, you know, lighting and, 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 and props and so forth. So we don't have extravagant sets or anything. We just use the, the tables and chairs that are within the bar. So we kind of work around the, the environment that's where we're performing it. So does the bartender play him or herself or, or do you have an actor? As a bartender, as a, a bartender, <laughs> we I we have um, each play is like written separately. So mm -hmm. we have some plays that have bartenders, um, and I know that they we've incorporated the um, 
I know that the the bartenders at the um, at Fortnite have been incorporated before, but not this year. We have, I think, one character that is written as a bartender, and that's that's a, that's an actor. Oh, okay. Uh, but we do have some, uh, um, you know, audience participation. We have some engagement that will happen uh, throughout the show. So um, we'll have the actors and engaging with the with the uh, audience to make it feel like they're part of the the scene as well. On one hand, I feel bad for the bartender because, you know, he's had his role taken away from him. <laughs> but <laughs> at the same time, you know, I'd hate to be like a patron and like, I'd really like a drink, but my bartender's out uh, up there acting. <laughs> Can't really... Yeah, yeah. Well, well, with, with uh, the um, number of audience members and, and, and theater people that are there, they, they're busy. They, they enjoy us ha- having us there because they, they, they keep, we keep them busy <laughs> yes. on those nights. Theater people are notorious alcoholics. Yes. (laughs) So um, now all of these are original plays. Uh, Are these the premieres of all these plays or have some of these been performed other places or? Yes, they're all original. And I believe the, these are all the first premieres uh, for the the plays. I think even just out of uh, North Carolina, generally that is one thing when we're, looking at plays as we would prefer to do something for the first time ever. Um, I think we had some that were had like staged readings or things like that done in the past, but I believe all of these are brand new, never produced um, and um, original pieces by North Carolina writers. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for, for taking, uh, taking the time to speak with me. And, and uh, we really, we really hope this show goes, goes off without a hook and, uh, Hitch, rather. That's the saying. Without a hitch. I don't know where that saying comes well, from. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you having us on, on here, and uh, we're, we're really excited. It's November 6th uh, through the 8th, Tuesday and through Thursday at Fortnite Brewing, so we're, we're excited. We're, we're going to have a great time and love to have people down there and, and just have a good time with theater and some beer. See, I I was gonna get the plug in. You didn't trust me to get the plug in. <laughs> but yes, what he said. <laughs> All right. Well, well. Thank you again, and uh, yeah, break a leg. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you to Rachel and Sean. Uh, that was a very fast episode, and hopefully, we got it up fairly fast. Again, my apologies, we kind of got behind this week, so uh, hopefully next week things will be a little bit easier. Please do catch a show this weekend, and stay tuned for our review of Peter Pan and the Starcatcher. That should be up uh, hopefully tomorrow? I'm hoping tomorrow. Maybe later today, who knows? Let's see what my time allows. Go to nctheaterstories.com to listen to old episodes or to subscribe to our mailing list. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes. Thank you. Dim the lights. Fade to black. For I'm longing for dear old Broadway. Longing for dear old town. Yes, I'm longing to stroll on Broadway. Watching 